0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the, I believe it's the eighth episode in the, uh, in the She-Hulk series. Uh, they are, I believe, this is the last episode. The next episode is probably going to be the season finale. I think it is. Um. Yep, yeah, this is the eighth episode in the series. I want to say there's one more left, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I don't know if there's nine or ten episodes. I can't remember. Um, but, man, this episode really did a lot of things correctly. It, it uh, I Well, not correctly, but it definitely clarifies everything. One, the character of Titania is not the main antagonist. That That's the one thing it does for sure, because now we are completely moved from that character, which to me is kind of disappointing, but... But overall, it's like, yeah. I mean, they could have done a little bit better. This Intergalactica, or Intelligent Intelligentsia or whatever the name of that that secret, you know, top secret uh, website is called. That the whoever's running that is supposed to be the the main the main antagonist of the series, and yet they they've yet to debunk that. See, this was my issue. I th- I've mentioned this a few times in the, in other episodes revolving around She-Hulk is that. This show is entertaining, and it's it, it's a it's it it has all the earmarks of like a comedy sitcom. You know what I mean? Of like uh, of like one of those old school television sitcoms, like a Roseanne, like Malcolm in the Middle. You know, even Modern Family, you know, and things like that. It feels like an old school sitcom. However, I think because it's a Marvel property. It, 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 it fails to be a hero villain type of story arc because you don't have a protag, you don't have an, an antagonist throughout this entire series because you've inter you had the cameos from all the characters that we've had in in the entire show and things like that, and they're having, they're really not trying to, to to kind of bog, that kind of bogged the show down in the beginning, but as slowly these last few episodes have done. They've really kind of come into the, their their own and really kind of given the show a new life and kind of gone into the dark mystices of uh, I don't know I don't even think that's a word the dark and mysterious side of this character but but still treat, but still being true to the character you don't have to take her as seriously as you would a Bruce Banner and things like that but at the same time it's still relevant enough. For her to kind of go on her own adventures of being both the She-Hulk and being an attorney at law. And I think that's what the show is trying to do. And I think it's doing a pretty good job of it. Episode 8 is probably by far the best one in the entire series. Because it introduces us to new characters that we weren't that we weren't uh, familiar with. However, it introduces them in a way that sets up a potential, that, like the next series, so to speak. Like I know... Secret Invasion and uh, Armor Wars. Well, I take that back because I think it's been confirmed, as of right now, I think it has been confirmed that Armor Wars will now be a movie instead of a show. Secret Invasion is coming out later this, uh, later this year, I believe. I think it's coming out after Wakanda Forever. I could be wrong. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know it's coming out. The trailer's already dropped. That looked good, but I think... What they're doing, like now, being that this is kind of like the the home stretch, the final the final lap, so to speak, of this show, is that they're setting up what could possibly be the next iteration of another character. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to give too much away, but if you've seen the trailers for this already, and if you've seen the trailer for the show as an entirety, we do know that. Um, we do know that Charlie Cox does return as Matt Murdock, aka Daredevil. He's already been introduced into the cinematic universe via Spider-Man, so we we know he exists in this world. To see him in his uh, to see him in his original yellow outfit, like the first time you see him, I thought that was probably most comic book accurate. You know what? If you've listened to the episode this far, listen now. I'm going to spoil this episode for you, so I, I I'm going to put that in the description. So before you even click, um, before you even click play, though, it'll be in the description that this will be a spoiler-filled episode. But really, the only thing that there is to spoil in this episode is that Charlie Cox has the appearance and has a cameo again. We have another cameo, but this time it's from a fan favorite and it's from the most eagerly anticipated character. In the MCU, since it's been since he's been announced to be joining the MCU, and that is Charlie Cox's Daredevil, his character really really embraces the whole idea, and I thought the chemistry between him and Jen was phenomenal. They are like old school rom-com type of characters and things like that. He's witty, he's charming, he's dashing, he's got a devilish quality to him. You know, it really. It really, really pays off seeing him as both Matt Murdock and as Daredevil. And the fact that this takes place in San Francisco and not New York makes it all that much better. The chemistry he has. And then, like, you know, we got to see She-Hulk in her, you know, in her in her super suit, basically. in her co- And that looked comic accurate. I'm not going to lie. She had some badass sneakers. I really like those high tops. You know, I, I was like, holy shit. That definitely looks like. They reminded me of, like, the 90s show because I know the 90s animated shows. Kind of like that, too, even though that color was a little bit more silver and purple rather than white and purple. But, man, the high tops, dude, I was digging it, man. It reminded me of, like, those old school, you know, Air Jordans that came out in the late 80s. You know, those are badass. But it really looked cool. It looked cool seeing these two kind of work together and things like that. I thought that was really interesting. The ending kind of leaves us on a cliffhanger because now we know that this intelligentsia organization who's been taking, you know, viral shots at She-Hulk and things like that and exp- and comes out to try to expose her at the end and she loses it. She loses it as for the first time as the Hulk character because there's nothing really she can do about it and uh, things like that and I, I was just like... I was blown away by that. I was like, okay, so we're gonna wait. If, if the last episode is the final reveal of all this, I think it's gonna be the disapp- I think it's gonna be a little bit disappointing because, like I said, my only complaint with this show as a whole is that there's no true set antagonist. You know, even in some of the bad, even in some of the bad, um, Marvel shows like Miss Marvel or. Falcon and Winter Soldier, they set up that dichotomy of who's the villain, and things like that, to where a show like Loki, you didn't know who the villain was until the very end. The the problem, now the reason why I can't compare She-Hulk to Loki is because Loki was good all the way through, to whereas She-Hulk is entertaining and things like that, but not as entertaining as, as it's good, but not Loki good, if that makes sense you know same thing with Moon Knight. Moon Knight was good, but it wasn't Loki good if that makes sense. You know what I mean? And I think it's because we just love uh uh Tom Hiddleston as that character and things like that, but I'm excited for the future of Moon Knight and I'm excited for the for the last, you know, the home stretch of what we got left for for She-Hulk. You know what I mean? Like it 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 leaves you on such a high note and you're so satisfied with the introduction of Daredevil that you kind of you know, you're you're amped up for where this is gonna go next. And Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios have already announced that Daredevil Born Again, you know, is another series that's gonna hit on Disney Plus in the near future. So this introduction hopefully is a good introduction for that character. I don't know if that show is gonna interpret the Netflix Daredevil show, uh, but uh it's cool to see that. And I really do like the fact that I really liked the fact that they got him in his first appearance suit, the yellow it's not a bright yellow like it is in the comic book, but it's yellow enough to stand out. You know what I mean It's not dark and grim like the blood red suit he's normally wearing, and things like that. It would have been badass if he would have came out in his black suit, but you know, I think I'd save that for uh <laughs> for his own show and things like that, but overall, this was a good episode, I think it's probably the best episode since maybe the wedding episode because I thought the wedding episode was really good. Because it felt like a rom-com, and everything that goes wrong at weddings does go wrong in that setting. But this this is by far is probably the best one, the daredevil stuff not including. So you know this really is a, this is a really good way to kind of end the series. I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if nine episodes is how long it's going to be. I don't know if it's nine or ten, and uh, things like that. But who knows? I'm I'm excited with eight. I'm, I left. I left the show on a good note, you know, so my anticipation is always rises, uh, when, when a show, when the, when the episode ends like that, I'm looking forward to next week, so I'm looking forward to, um, I'm looking forward to, um, to She-Hulk, you know, the, whether it's the last episode or whether it's Part of the last episode, whatever the case may be, we'll we'll find out next week. But anyways, guys, that's gonna go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like today's episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets. The Madhouse Twenty One Instagram and Twitter. Let me let me know what you guys thought of episode eight of She-Hulk. Are you liking the show so far? Have you kind of given up on it by now? Did it lure you back in? Whatever the case may be, let me know. Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse Twenty One. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come. I believe yes, there will be another episode dropping today because we're still doing the thirty-one days of Halloween. So, but now. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you know, these next 4 days that are going to come out, it'll probably strictly just be one episode because I'm not, you know, I don't have anything scheduled for those days other than the 31 days of Hall- 31 nights of Halloween and uh things like that. So there will be a horror episode today, there'll also be a horror episode tomorrow uh depending on what all comes out. I'm trying to get I'm trying to do something a little special. If I do happen to catch one of the films in the theater, I will go check it out, you know, because I haven't done it yet, I haven't been to the theater in a while, but because I, I, you know, the last theater I went to to go see was Nope, and that was earlier this, you know, I think it was last week when I did that, so hopefully we'll see what happens as the stuff comes on, but be on the lookout for more episodes uh, as they come out, and of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.